Hey folks, I'm back with another 5-Minute Friday, and today I want to talk about something that I'm calling the product paradox. So let me actually start with a little anecdote. I was at a product leader roundtable a couple of weeks ago with a bunch of seasoned and new product executives, and one of the questions that I got was, what advice would you give to a product leader who's new to a senior leadership team? and learning how to operate with the CEO and other cross-functional peers. And my advice was a little bit uh, different than everybody else's advice, which was the product leader should actually spend time building empathy with their other peers to understand what they were accountable for. So I want to talk about leadership accountability. At the topmost levels of an organization, every function is accountable for an outcome. For example, sales is accountable for producing recurring revenue if you're in a SaaS business. Marketing is accountable for producing pipeline. If you have a services or a consulting team, they're accountable for producing non-recurring revenue. And if you have an engineering team, they're accountable for producing releases. And what that does is, in every function, creates a set of drivers that that function is accountable for as you work your way down from the leader. So in sales, if you're trying to produce recurring revenue, every sales rep has to produce deals, and they start optimizing for deal size or deal time. If you're in marketing, you have to produce leads. You have to worry about demand gen, and you start optimizing for lead quality and customer acquisition costs. If you're in consulting, you start optimizing for the types of projects you do so you can maximize billable hours or billable rate. And if you're in engineering, you try to figure out how to write more and more code with less and less effort, and you optimize for developer productivity. So it's a pretty hierarchical system where leaders sign up for goals, the people in their orgs are accountable, they break it down into the business drivers, and you go from there. But it's much fuzzier when it comes to product accountability. What does product actually own? Supposedly, all of the things I just rattled off, but how can you prove that? How do you even measure that? It's extremely hard to pin down whether a product leader and a product team is good, bad, great, or terrible. It's really hard to measure the true impact of a PM team. And the point of a product team is actually leverage. So unlike all those other functions, the ROI math that you have to do for product is multivariable. If you think of every possible future version of a company, there is a mix of engineering releases, product positioning, go-to-market messaging, customer targeting, onboarding and activation that gets your business above a particular watermark to be viable. Maybe it gets your business to be successful or highly successful. What product owns is getting the business above the watermark and into the success zone. But you can't really tell if you have a good product team because you don't know what all the other unexplored versions of your company and your product look like. And that's why it's actually really hard to gauge whether a product is succeeding or not. And that's why a lot of executives oversimplify and look at the proxy metrics and the side metrics. And if that's going well, they think product is doing fine. So for example, if you're shipping enough releases, supposedly, then product's doing a good job. Or if revenue growth looks good, 
then product's doing a good job. But that's missing the mark on accountability a bit. And so to bring it back to my answer in the product leader roundtable, that's why it's so important for product leaders to have empathy for other functions. Because every other function has clear accountability. They're held to a bar. It's pretty simple. If you go to an annual planning cycle, if a sales leader says, I'm going to need 10 more sales reps in region X, they're going to be asked to produce incrementally more revenue from that region. If a marketing leader says they need X more ad spend dollars, then they're going to be expected to produce that much more pipeline. It's a simple formula. But the cross-functional cocktail for product is a little bit more complicated. And so every time product says, hey, we need headcount, and other leaders say, let's do that instead of our own function, and they're funding product, they're not signing up for an incremental gain. They're signing up for maximum leverage. They're signing up for 10x the ROI that they could have produced incrementally within their own function. And that's why I think it's really important for product to have empathy for what others are doing and why they're doing it, and to take that understanding and actually apply it to what they're building. So that's it for the product paradox. Something to think about if you're in product and working with cross-functional peers, or if you're one of those cross-functional peers trying to understand how to gauge your product peers. And I'll be back next week with another 5-Minute Friday.